It's <laughs> the reason I'm laughing, Brother T, is this is not the first beginning of our podcast today. <laughs> we need to hire my ten year old grandson. Yes, we do. Got four minutes into this podcast, which right. was really kind of funny at the time. It we was. were talking about marriage. Yeah. And uh it just went away. It went bye bye. It, it just stopped. Mm-hmm. The mics quit working and it began to ask questions that I had no answer for. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord, help us. Oh, and I just sat on the other side of the desk scrolling <laughs> through Facebook. Yeah, you I, have, yeah. I have nothing You're to offer. Big help, man. I have nothing to offer my brother on computers. <laughs> well, you guys don't know how much you missed because it was really good up until then. Oh, wasn't it? It was so good. Yeah. Then. Yeah. I was uh, talking about found a new ring, yeah. lost my ring years ago, right. taking out the garbage. My wife and I went to an antique shop, found this sterling silver ring, yeah. really liked it, happened to be my size, right. bought it, didn't hurt. It was half price. Guy yeah. had it marked at half price. <laughs> <laughs> Bought my lovely wife a beautiful antique ring there as wow. well. Can't hide so, money. You can't uh, hide money. I mean, yes. it just comes yeah. out of every pore. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we, we did that. And, right. Uh, but we're going to talk about that subject today. Antique stores? Yeah. <laughs> How much do you know about antique stores? Zero. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I know more about computers. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Less than zero, if that possible. Uh, uh, no. Um, we're going to talk about marriage. Yes. And you have some weird thoughts about marriage. I do. <laughs> uh, I here's do. the bad thing. I wish I would quit laughing on Mike. I listen yeah. to our podcast. I hate my laugh. Uh, it's a big hiccup followed by uh, some other weird sounds. Yeah. All the emails we get in, that's basically what they say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell him to quit laughing. <laughs> Tell Dr. D. It's not that funny. Oh, my so, goodness. So, anyway, you know, this is my only comedic out. I don't have any other relief all week. That's true. Yeah, just work on a farm and you know, no comedic relief. I don't laugh at my own jokes, so I laugh when you talk. (laughs) So does everybody else. (laughs) When I get your traditional views on everything. (laughs) So let me let me go ahead and throw this one out. How long have you been married? Since we're going to talk about marriage, yeah, been married. Come December, three months from now, Uh been married forty. One years got married in uh, 1981. Okay, two days after graduating college, which was on a Thursday, got married on that Saturday. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Even back then, we were breaking tradition. We didn't have a rehearsal dinner. We had a rehearsal breakfast. Oh, really? Yeah, we did at the okay. Reed House downtown. Wow. Okay. And uh, that was really strange. All the candles blew. I mean, hmm. they were sitting glass votives and the, one at a time around the table. They went pop. Oh my wow. goodness! I mean, it was weird. It's like you know, yeah. the ghost is at Reed House, right? I don't know. Oh, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, okay. but uh, yeah, that was that was kind of weird. And then we lost the car <laughs> a few hours before the wedding. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, the it, car. Well, it, it wasn't one of those deals where uh, husband and wife don't see each other the day of the wedding. Oh gosh, we yeah. spent all day together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we were late because we rented a car. As always, I drove an old clunker. I was uh-huh. poor as dirt. Right. And so we were going to go out of town, so I needed to rent a car. Right. So I rented a car. <laughs> it was Christmas. It's December the 19th, so everybody's shopping. Mm-hmm. So we go to get the bridesmaids' gifts yeah. at a place called Four Square over, okay. you know. And <laughs> you waited until that late. To <laughs> well, get, I think okay. she ordered them, and they weren't in okay. until then. Okay, okay. And so we went to this jewelry store and got these things, whatever they were. I don't know what they were now. We came back up. Parking lot is just full. I walked to our car. Beep, beep. Nothing. <laughs> Pulled on the doors. Nothing. I'm going, oh, no. Wow. They're not working. So we call a locksmith and everything come out. It was the wrong car. 
It was the same color, the same make, but awesome. not exactly the same car. Right. Okay. So we were running so late. My uh, wife doesn't even get to take a shower before the wedding. Oh, my goodness. I mean, and that's been our marriage ever since. <laughs> We're always a dollar late, dollar sure. short, and a day late. That is amazing. Yeah. I mean, we it was it that was so story fun. is even better than the other story you told when when our before right, yeah. before we lost our microphones. Yeah, what kaput. Yeah, I've been married thirty seven years, and um, yeah, you're not far behind me. No, no, no. And so it's uh, you know, I mean, thirty seven years. Every day just gets better. First two years, now we thought we were going to kill each other. You know, Absolutely. and uh, I mean, there yeah. have been times yeah. where, if, you know, early, particularly those first seven years, oh, yeah, are hard, yeah. And I and I hoodwinked my wife, she was marrying a lawyer, uh huh, and I became a preacher, okay, yeah. Could you get any madder than that, <laughs> a person, you know, living in a nice subdivision, driving nice cars, uh-huh. yeah, I wouldn't say well respected, but making yeah. good money, exactly, to you know, mm-hmm. kind of the low man on the totem pole in the community, right. and yeah. never making a lot of money. <laughs> You know, not having much prestige, yeah, right. any of that kind of stuff. Okay. And uh, yeah, I was going to be a coach. That's what I wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, you'd make a good coach. Yeah. And, you uh, look either like a Baptist preacher or a coach. One or the other, yeah, right. Yeah, I've got yeah. the hair for the preacher. You really do. Yeah. Oh, you got hair for movies. I, uh, oh, man. Yeah, you could be. Yeah, yeah you could, movie you could star movies. hair. Yeah, yeah, you got movie yeah. star hair, man. Yeah, okay. Uh, Italian movie star hair. Right, even though I'm Cherokee Indian. But anyway. Um, it's Italian, though. It's Italian. <laughs> it is. <laughs> High cheekbones go though. I know, uh, I know it. That, that's typically know. a Native yeah. American has yeah. high cheekbones. I don't know. Timothy was getting a uh, haircut years ago when he was about seven. Told the barber that uh, his dad was uh, an Indian. Yeah. And uh, the barber said, "What tribe?" He said, "I think redneck." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the tribe. Oh of the redneck. gosh, that's really funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right, marriage, marriage. So. Yeah. That's it. We, the, the title of this podcast is "Is Marriage Sacred?" Right? Is right. marriage sacred? Yes. Yes. And, and you have a view. Uh, yeah, I do, and you have another view. <laughs> mine, mine agrees with ninety nine percent of all theologians. <laughs> so this is par for the course. Yeah, of course. Every this time is par we for have the a, course. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Your view is that. That it is sacred. Yes, yes. It, yeah, we make vows before God, mm-hmm. and you're stuck on the fact that there's not a marriage ceremony uh, no. in Scripture. No, God uh, established the family, right? Not necessarily marriage, right? And I disagree. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> in Genesis, He called uh, Eve a wife and Adam a husband. You mm-hmm. know, and so, um, but uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, I, I believe it is sacred. I believe we do make a vow, of course, before God. You agree with that as I do. well? I do. Yeah, and it's more or less the ceremony and and all the paperwork and all this that I think is uh, is cultural and is fine. Uh-huh. I mean, I got married. I got a marriage certificate. I, I wear a marriage a, a wedding ring. Right. Uh, but I think that we have spent so much time uh, talking about the sacredness of marriage that what God was establishing was the foundation of not just our culture, but all cultures, mm-hmm. which is the family. Mm-hmm. It is a cohesive family committed to one another for a lifetime, raising children inside that family. The The marriage is, is kind of like what you... The, the band-aid you had to put on top of that because we have a pretend, propensity to break every covenant, every right. promise mm-hmm. that we've ever made to one another. Right, yeah. And so, you know, even Jesus 
when they're talking about divorce, he said, uh, gave you a way out because of the hardness of your heart. Right. You know, because mm-hmm. you guys, you know, yeah. you're just, you're hard to. Yeah. Gave to, you a way out of marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Gave, gave yeah. away out of marriage. Yeah. For the hardness you, that, of your heart. Yeah. Which, again, because that was the public display of your family status with one another. Right. And, uh, you know, I don't even know if we're going to get into having more than one wife. There's some, some places where marriage is okay mm-hmm. if there's more than one woman. Yeah, I mean, even you look at the husband. patriarchs. Yeah, and uh, many of the patriarchs had more than one wife. So they married lots of yeah. wives. I yeah. don't know if I'd call that sacred or not, particularly <laughs> since that was kind of breaking the tradition of the family in the beginning. <laughs> That's I don't know. Uh, when you have a favorite wife, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> It's a rough life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're doing something wrong. Uh, then, yeah, I don't know. There's so many stories of like that of, of thinking you're going to marry one girl and you got another. Right. Remember? Yeah. Then having to work seven more years to get yes. the other girl. Yes. And then they're at each odds with each other all the time. Right. And then, mm-hmm. then you have. I mean, there's just you can see the great thing about the Bible uh, is that it doesn't cover up flaws. Oh, warts and all. Warts and all. Mm-hmm. So you've got Abraham mm-hmm. messing around with a handmaiden. You yes. know, and then you got David, who was after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. Yet he is a very fleshly, very lustful, mm-hmm. sensual person. Right. Then, you know, where did he get it? His son took up after him mm-hmm. and brought in concubines and wives. Yes. And so, you know, if you marry a concubine and she becomes a wife, does that make it sacred? You know, he had 700... <laughs> 700 wives. Did you hear what I said, Dr. D? And 300 porcupines. I mean, concubines. Can you imagine? What are you... Yeah. And and then he wrote... I don't even get it. Yeah. Solomon uh, wrote better than he lived. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I would say is true with every author in the New Testament and Without a doubt. Yes, without a doubt. These guys wrote the principles of God and things concerning sacred things, religious things. Uh, faithful things, but um, even Paul himself said, "Man, you know, yeah, I, I'm chief among sinners." Right, right, and 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 I think you are, but yeah, then chief among sinners. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing pretty good for myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we do have a lot to say about this because we've both been married a long time. We have. We're experienced yeah. thirty-seven and forty-one. Right. So you could night. Yeah. and we've done a lot of weddings that's the other thing and so many of them you know you you, and you do what i do right you insist on marriage counseling i do Mm pre-marriage counseling before they get married and Mm -hmm. so i turn more away i think than i ever accepted not that i said no i won't do that but i I would say this is what i will do before i do your marriage and say well we want to get married next weekend i say it's not possible Uh, i see what you're saying yeah it's not possible Uh i can't get all that needs to be done yeah. by next weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to spend that much time myself on your wedding. I'm not mm-hmm. going to spend this whole week and neglect everything else. So it's going to take probably three months right. before I can marry you. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of people, um, what I would consider make a hasty decision yeah. and say, now we get married in three weeks. We can get the barn in mm-hmm. three weeks. And you know, so you're, <laughs> you're, you're making this covenant with someone for a lifetime because right. you get the barn in three yeah. weeks. Right. And yeah. I just, I wouldn't do it. It is amazing that now brides want to get married in the woods. I mean, yeah, you know. yeah. Forget about the church. And yeah. Oh, my goodness, you got one. But I never had. I did. I had Center Isle in the first church we built. But if yeah. you don't have Center Isle, they don't want to get married in your. Right. They, they want to walk down that Center Isle. Yes. And yeah. so um, the after we built 
the larger church, yeah, I could not. I bet we didn't have half dozen really weddings in there. No, now, I don't I have a center aisle on this campus, but we do at the other campus. Yeah, the, your other campus, beautiful yeah, church it's for a wedding. It is when you do yeah. that. No, uh, I've done more weddings in like uh, the Cumberland Presbyterian Church yeah. here in town. Mm-hmm. Beautiful place mm-hmm. to do a wedding. Uh, several at the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, right. Patton Chapel. Mm-hmm. Beautiful place to do a wedding. But, man, not many in my own church. And then more and more in gardens, as you said, mm-hmm. out in fields, mm-hmm. inside barns. Yeah. You know what I prayed about? Uh, well, maybe not prayed, but thought a lot about. I would love for someone to get married in Hawaii and fly me to Hawaii. Wouldn't that be great? You've been taken to Florida, though, haven't you? No. No, no. Me neither. But all my friends have done that. They say, really? Oh, I'm doing so-and-so. They're paying for me and my wife to go to Florida for oh. weeks on the way. Dude, oh. what? <laughs> No, I, I've never been taken to Florida to do a wedding. No, no. I have a friend who's yeah. thinking about getting married. He's an older gentleman than I, and uh, he he's thinking about getting married. And uh, I said, "Well, y'all to y'all to take her somewhere nice, like a tropical place, and get married." Hmm. And he said, "You know, I've been thinking about that." I said, "And who's going to do it?" Oh, and he's all oh. you. I said, I, "I think you really ought to go somewhere tropical." <laughs> You could sign that. Hint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. I'd like a little vacation out of this if I could. Or as my brother says, I no longer go on vacations on a trip. On a trip. When you're retired, you don't go on vacation. He oh. said you go on trips. Yeah, you have nothing to vacate from. No, but I do. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I have several jobs. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do, brother. Yes, you do. By the way, hey, tomorrow, uh, this is Tuesday. October the 4th, right? right. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday, October the 5th, I'm teaching a class at my church, my pastor emeritus. Really? Wednesday nights. Okay. Uh, Christ Above All, Book of Hebrews. Oh, my. Wednesday nights at 6.30, Christ how, Above how All. How long are you going to do that? I'll do about six weeks. That is awesome. I love yeah. Hebrews. Yeah. I know, too. I've, I've been just yeah. reading it over and over mm-hmm. and over. I just want to put that, because I forgot to say it at the very beginning. Yeah, that's and awesome. so for any brother. people who listen to this before Wednesday night, but you can always come in on the second Wednesday night. That right. would be at church. I think 6.30 mm-hmm. when it begins on Wednesday nights. Okay. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, that's neat, brother. Yeah. That's, that's really neat. Where were we? Uh, uh, that's what we were doing. <laughs> Marriage. <laughs> marriage. That's right. So yeah. here, here's my controversial point. I right. think that I don't think you'll find a marriage ceremony in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Therefore, marriage itself, not necessarily sacred. Mm-hmm. Family is sacred. God established the family. Mm-hmm. He put a man and a woman together. Right. He said, you we guys have marriage. children. Right. Yeah. And it is. And that's yeah. how we recognize it. Mm-hmm. But it's a cultural thing because it changes from culture to culture. Yeah. Well, you, in Africa, they jump told, over yeah. brooms. And he, here, you can go to a justice of the peace. Mm-hmm. You can go to a captain of a ship. Yeah. You can go to a preacher. Right. Nowadays, you can go before anybody. Yeah. They got yeah. rid of that law. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, you can get ordained online anyway. Yeah, you know, true. for four dollars and ninety nine cents, you can How get an ordination. <laughs> Is it annual? That hurt. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> uh, my my ordination papers are hanging right over there on the I Love Tony wall, right over there. <laughs> and very, very, yeah. very sharp too. Yeah, very dapper. nice, dapper, golden frames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, and it, again, again, you know, the Bible calls uh, the woman a wife and the man a husband. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and we see marriage all throughout the Word of God, and yeah. so I think. I think your sticking point is the ceremony itself. Yeah, you know? why do you need to stand before people? And I mean, I think it's a beautiful thing. I've done mm-hmm. probably hundreds of them, right. maybe not hundreds, at least a hundred weddings. Right. Yeah, and um, it's it, but it's 
not commanded like baptism. It's not commanded like having the Lord's Supper. It's it's none of those things. It's the the example given to us to Adam and Eve was that you two cleave mm-hmm. to one another, mm-hmm. and that you particularly. Uh, the two of them leave their previous families right. where they were raised and become a unit mm-hmm. together and have children. And then we forget the other thing was to take care of the world. Right. You know. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to take care of things yeah. around yeah, you. Yeah, you have dominion over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one preacher called it like this or said it like this. We leave. Yeah. Then we cleave. And then we weave. <laughs> yeah, it's I very mean, good. We, we're to fruit. I mean, we're to be fruitful and multiply. The, uh, one of my professors, who became a friend of mine, he 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 got deep into that word. He was a Hebrew scholar, but one that your term is weave. Mm-hmm. And he said, literally, when it becomes one flesh, he said, um, it's it's a spiritual thing that takes place where your souls unite. And he right. said, if you ever want to see an empty person. Because we both went to New Orleans Seminary, he, my, my professor and myself did. Mm-hmm. Um, go streets of New Orleans and any other large city. Right. But, uh, there'll be, if you talk with a prostitute, mm. look into their face. Mm. What they've done, he said, is a spiritual thing. They have shared their soul with so many people that it's hard to recover. Yeah. That, that literally God has this principle. Mm-hmm. When you unite together with someone physically, intimately, then you're sharing your soul with them and you leave a little piece of yourself with everyone that you sleep with. Mm-hmm. And if you're a person who sleeps with two people a night, five nights a week, uh, suddenly you don't have much of you left to go around. Right. There is an emptiness in yeah. your eyes. And it really is. Yeah, I saw that too because mm-hmm. you spend any time in New Orleans. You see. You right. Know. Yeah. Uh, um, it's, it's sad. Right. Sad you and I both see. have been to many other countries, and and those countries that are not uh, Christian per se, right. man, you walk around, and there is just an emptiness, I mean, a soul darkness. There you know? really is. And, and I agree with what you just said about um, if you give yourself to multiple partners. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think that, to me, is one of the reasons for, you know, staying... Um, a virgin until your marriage. I know that's uncommon and unpopular today. But when you think about what's literally happening to you spiritually, you have less to give your partner Mm -hmm. when, when you have had several, you know, intimate partners before marriage. Right. And so it's, it's a seemingly a thing of the past, Mm -hmm. but uh, I think the principle is there. I think that if you're going to have the strongest marriage you possibly can, marriage is already flawed. As is because there's two flawed individuals mm-hmm. who were a part mm-hmm. of it. Um, it. It's hard enough to right. get along. Right, yeah. To, particularly if you have, and I know your marriage is like mine, two strong-willed, mm-hmm. hard-headed individuals trying yeah. to live under right. one roof. Yes. I, I've joked so many years, Dr. D, that, you know, the first couple of years, as I mentioned a moment ago, yeah. were difficult because the Bible says you shall become one. Yeah. We were just trying to figure out which one. I mean, we couldn't figure <laughs> yeah. it out. Are you the one or me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was hard, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know, we've we've uh, talked on several cases because I've done a lot of, right. as I said, premarriage counseling. You have too, and we talk about that whole thing and one submitting to the other. Mm. Scripture actually talks about co-submission, right, to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my wife and I did have this conversation before we got married, 
And we said, what, who is ahead of the household? And we came to the decision, whenever we come to an impasse, Mm -hmm. after discussing things, one person has to have the ultimate decision. And, And as the head of the household, it was me. Right, and, same in mind. But we came to that conclusion together. I didn't mm-hmm. say, this is how it's going to be. Right. We came to it, and she was happy to give me that because mm-hmm. then she can blame me yeah. <laughs> when it goes wrong. So, yeah. you know, it's fine. But right. we look back over that now. We talk about because we've talked to couples together about this. Um, I don't. I cannot give you a time when that happened. Mm. We have always talked it out. Now, maybe mm-hmm. inferred is my wife going, you know, if you want to do that, that's probably not what I would do. Right. But I'm all right with it. Right. If, you, yeah. if that's, but I've also done that with her. You sure. know, I've said, sure. you know, probably she's a whole lot more careful mm-hmm. and planned than mm-hmm. I am. Um, the, there was a big purchase that we could have made this last week, and I, I came home and talked to her about it. And I was about ready to pull the trigger, and she said, well, let's talk about this. And we went over several scenarios. I went, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> probably don't need to do this. Right, okay. So we didn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, I'm like you. I didn't caveman it when we got married. We yeah. had that discussion as well. Uh, but I can remember, Dr. D, one time that Leslie said that we should not do that. I, yeah. I just, I, and I said, we should. Yeah. We did. It was one of the worst decisions I've ever made in my life. <laughs> it was disastrous. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think that is how we complete right. one another. Mm-hmm. We fulfill a lot of the. That I, I always use the the picture of the puzzle pieces mm-hmm. to make a puzzle. Some give and some take. Right. There's male pieces, female pieces, mm. and, and you put that puzzle together, yes. and it becomes locking strong. That's good. It makes a beautiful picture. Right. But if you don't put those, mm-hmm. puzzles, if you don't allow that to happen, mm-hmm. then you won't. It will won't right. not lock strong. It will not be a beautiful picture. It right. will never be finished. Yeah. And so you have to give and take and allow that to, to go on. Yeah. And a lot of times it's the man who has to swallow a little mm-hmm. bit of ego because we've got plenty of doses of it. Yes, we do. Uh, but also the wife as mm-hmm. well. There's a give and take in this whole scenario. Yeah, and, you know, that cleave part, I mean, that word means to be glued basically together. Yeah. And when you look at the word asunder, let no man put asunder. That's a good King James uh, that's, word. Yeah, that's a King James word. Because when else do you ever use the I've, word asunder? I don't know if I've ever said asunder yeah, before. except in a wedding ceremony. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But that word means to be amputated. I mean. Does and, it really? Yeah. I and never so, looked it up. Yeah, and so that's that shows you how strong the the commitment uh, ought to be, you know, um, because, um, you know, you wouldn't go in uh, for the flu and a yeah. doctor say, hey, listen, I'm going to amputate your hands because you've been touching things, you know. Right. Um, and that's an overreaction. I'll not asunder your hands. Yeah. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. It sounds better. We're going to asunder your leg. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to cut it off. <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs> I'm gonna have to use yeah. that now because I never knew. Yeah, the only term I think I actually took it out of the wedding ceremony because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> but not man, uh, yeah. tear apart. How many? Something. How many folks when you counsel are cohabitating now? Now, yes. Um, 
90%. Right, yeah. 90%. You know, statistically, I think 46% of the marriages, if they cohabitate, is destined for divorce. You yeah. know, of course, with that statistic, about 51% uh, in a divorce I'm, anyway. It's going to be divorce you know? anyway. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I, you know, we've had to confront that as pastors. Right. I don't agree with cohabitating, mm-hmm. but... But if that's the person that you marry and you're building a family unit, now if you, the problem is it may not happen. Yeah, you you come together with the uh, your partner mm-hmm. and you go, okay, we tried mm-hmm. it, it ain't good. Let's go. And then I personally, again, maybe a chauvinist view, I think men are more likely to do that than women. Right, they're more well, likely to have several partners live mm-hmm. with them and move on. Mm-hmm. It's the test drive, you know, scenario. Kicking the tires. Exactly. You know, but Scripture, all throughout Scripture says that we are to abstain sexual immorality. Right. You know, and that word, pornea, you know, I mean, uh, fornication, we are Mm -hmm. to abstain from that. You know, let it not be named among you, Scripture Mm -hmm. says. And so, uh, I mean, that right there teaches us that we should not cohabitate before, you know, marriage. Right. And uh, but I'm like you. I mean, there are there are a bunch that there's uh, a bunch. Yeah, and I think I think again. I think the problem is yes, they are. Uh, but how many times before this did that right. happen? If mm-hmm. you if you've moved in together, you're getting married. Then we're going to go in with the marriage. I'm not going to say no. I won't do the the marriage because what I'm trying to do is help establish that family there, mm-hmm. that ground that unit. But. You know, if you tell me now, you know, in the last three years I've lived with two or three people before mm-hmm. this, I think there's probably a small chance that that wedding's going to, or the, excuse me, that marriage yeah. is going to last. Right. And, you know, I while I told you there's several marriages that I did not do, uh, but only a couple that I said no. You know, one was the girl that said, will you marry me and my boyfriend? I said, well, this is a member of the church. I said, uh, probably. Mm-hmm. Um When's this going to take place? She said, well, as soon as this divorce is final. <laughs> oh, I said, okay, all right, now let me, um, I'm, I'm thoroughly modern Millie here. I'm just going to mm-hmm. say, why? Right. Why is the divorce happening? And she looked at me. She said, well, me. Oh, my. I went, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but I can't do it. Yes. I can't do mm-hmm. that. And I did that. And then, you know, the famous story of the guy that married her, but was going to marry the girl because she's so beautiful and she gave that whole he gave the my question always was this mm-hmm. I, I said i'm going to ask you this when we come together for the second counseling mm-hmm. i'm going to prepare you because i did it for a few years without and it just blew them out of their seat and they didn't know what to do so i said i'm going to ask you next time we come together each of you individually and i don't want you to give the same answer mm-hmm. that um you don't have to get married before a pastor you can mm-hmm. get married or you can choose not to get married i mean it's your mm-hmm. business but uh, I'm going to ask you, why are you getting married? And because I love her or love him is not a sufficient answer. Right. Because the Beatles, their famous song, All We yeah. Need Is Love, Love, oh, Love. Love, but, Love, Love. But yeah. they broke up. <laughs> I mean, they you sure know, did. It just know, didn't yeah. work. It didn't work, brother. <laughs> no, and because yeah. a lot of times love is uh, simply the description of a physical attraction. Right. And that's yeah. it. So this, so this guy comes in for that, and I ask him that question. And he's he and she was really cute. I know mm-hmm. I've told you the story. She's really cute. He's mm-hmm. just your normal dude, yeah. you know, ball cap on backwards. Okay? Right. <laughs> and he says, "Well, just look at a preacher. She's a fox." Ah, 
Okay. I looked and said, she sure is, uh-huh. and you outpunted your coverage. Yes. There's no yes. doubt. Right. And then I gave the description of three years into your marriage, you've had one kid, another kid's on his way. She's had a really hard day breastfeeding. Mm. She's not feeling good. Mm. That other baby's kicking. She didn't have time to get your supper ready. She didn't even take the makeup from two days ago. <laughs> she wakes up in the morning, mascara's down her face. Her hair's going six different directions. You're going to look at her and say, yep, she's a fox that's been hit by a truck. <laughs> And the reason to marry oh, her is oh, over. Right, right. No, I will not do marriage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a powerful counseling. Yeah. I mean, event. I was okay with it. I yeah. mean, it kind of blew him out of the water because he thought, well, look, at, and he was absolutely correct. She's just the sweetest, prettiest mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. He was just your average Joe. I mean, it's kind of like what people must have thought when I went in for marriage counseling with my yeah, wife. Yeah. She's a really pretty girl. What's she seeing you type thing? <laughs> but I just knew after time that that physical attraction will change. Mm-hmm. Time takes its toll on both of you. That's where it, it has to be a commitment. It's a commitment, man. Yes, it has to be and, a commitment. And when you grow old together, mm-hmm. the physical appearance, you don't even notice it. Mm-hmm. You don't because now you're locked together beyond just that physical attraction. Right, exactly. I agree. I agree, my brother. So when you go through a marriage ceremony, it is, you know, dearly beloved, gathered before God in this company, join this man and this woman in holy matrimony. Then you get to that little thing you go, if, if there's anyone here that knows any reason why the two of these may not be lawfully joined together, let them now speak or forever hereafter yeah. hold their peace. Wow. Have and you ever that, had that happen? <laughs> I was really worried a couple of times okay. yeah. that it was going to happen, but right. it never did happen. Yes. And uh, whenever I went over that ceremony with a couple before, because I let them write their own vows. You want to write your own vows. It's fine with me. Right. There's no set vows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say, do you want me to say this? Mm-hmm. And I'll say, if you want, if you don't want me to say, I won't, but it's a part of the traditional marriage right. vow. And I said, but if someone says something, mm-hmm. it's going to blow me out the water because they did not teach me what to do if somebody says <laughs> no. If someone goes, but you know, what? again, this is right. it. The, the root in that, Tony, is not a Christian root. It's not a religious root. Uh-huh. It is where men, particularly, used to travel around and have wives in several cities. Mm. And if someone is in attendance that knows this man and knows that he's married to someone else in another city, they are to say, they should not be married. I know this man. He has a wife in Wyoming. Wow. And that's okay. that's the root of it. I it's not, not a religious thing. I did not know that. But it's what's yeah. happening. They're signing a, a, a contract, a binding contract right. mm-hmm. with the government. Because mm-hmm. that, that's going to be given to the courthouse. They're going to put it in the records. So you can't, two people can't own the same piece of land. Ah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. somebody owns that land. Mm-hmm. So you come in contract with these two people. If mm-hmm. anyone knows the contract that he or she has with someone else, mm-hmm. please let us know right. right now. Then you ask each one of them, if either of you knows any impediment why you may not be wow. lawfully joined together. Yeah. You know, it's going, okay, because God knows the heart, it says, if yeah. you read the old one. God, God knows the secrets of the heart. Mm-hmm. Um, either one of you, mm-hmm. come on, mm. come clean. We'll stop this right now, walk away. We still got punch. Right, yeah. You know, we can have a good time. Yeah, good cake. Have uh-huh. a party. Mm-hmm. Um, then we'll take it back. Right, yeah. But we don't need to do this marriage ceremony because you're, you're illegally mm-hmm. signing a contract. Yeah. So you ask them. Now you've done it before others. You've done it before the two of them. Then you take it to the religious mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Now before God, right? Do you mm-hmm. take this? Want me? Right? You're going to say because right. this is before the Lord. Mm-hmm. Now, so you've done the legal part. Now you're doing the Christian part. Right? When before God, you're getting 
marriage. So I would always break the ceremony down like that so they would understand the steps that we're going through to sign this legal contract together. That's good. That That is really good. I Most of the weddings that I do now, they do not have that in. They have, they've taken that out or they've asked me to take it out. Yeah. You know, if anyone knows of any reason. Uh, in all of these years, 37, 38 years of ministry, not one time has that ever happened to me either. Yeah. I agree. I, I wouldn't know what to do. I don't. What do you uh, do? Now, before, I can honestly say two or three times I've had people say, hey, if you ask that, I'm going to say something. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, know, yeah. and I was hoping they were kidding. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but you know, most people think it's because yeah. a jilted lover or former right. boyfriend or yeah. girlfriend is going to say, "No, she should have married me." Mm-hmm. That's not it. Yeah, it's not. Good. It's not that. It's yeah. a legal contract. Right. I think it's kind of a good. I, mean, I love teaching moments, mm-hmm. and on a couple of occasions when I feel particularly comfortable up right. there, I'll go, "Hey, let me tell you why we're doing this." Right. That's good. This comes yeah. from this basis. Now I'm going to ask them. Mm-hmm. It's according to how casual that. Yeah couple is how yes you know, i'll just talk to them sometimes mm-hmm. but when you're in a big high cathedral and you mm-hmm. got all 16 bridesmaids right and, you know all mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, i probably don't want to do that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if we're doing an intimate ceremony yeah. i i love a teaching moment say we're gonna we're gonna check with you guys and we'll check with them then we're gonna do it before god yeah wow mm. do you always add in sickness and in health uh-huh. well i tell you what uh, life can throw you some curves, yeah. can it? That's why that commitment is so yes, important. That's the whole commitment um, to, to that couple together to form that family. Yes. Yeah, in sickness, health, uh, for rich or for poor. Right. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that. Yeah. The commitment is. And the then most always till death do you part. Right. And yeah. uh, now, you know, the oldest ceremonies in his it does not say to obey in hers it does from the very beginning Mm -hmm. I let that girl know if you don't understand that nor do the people listening you're worried Mm -hmm. we'll take that out Mm -hmm. because it doesn't mean it's it's not in scripture, right? But if you feel uncomfortable saying that before people, but we'll talk about it here in our marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And about half the time, they won't obey taken out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and in that last part that you said, death do us part. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Romans seven, I think it's verses two and three, death does dissolve the marriage. Yes. You know, and uh, and folks are free to remarry mm-hmm. if if they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those vows are. Uh, um, it's interesting when they write their own. It's it, really it, interesting yeah, what they, because you learn real quickly what they think is important in marriage. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll I'll buy you. I, there was one couple. Uh, they wrote uh, the lady wrote, "I will buy you a John Deere collectible every year." or Something. I mean, wow. it was something like that. What a lucky know? man. Yeah. <laughs> He loved John Deere. You are the melody to my lyrics. Oh, you know, yeah. you get those kind of things. You go, wow, this is sappy. <laughs> but, you know, it's yours. Right. And you say yeah. whatever you want to say. I, mm-hmm. I like the ones that are a little bit funny. Yeah. You know, you right. make me laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't imagine a day without you type mm-hmm. thing. All those are really yeah. good. But I encourage them. You need to have a level of commitment in right. there. Don't just say you're the prettiest thing I ever saw. Yeah. Type thing. You ever had anybody uh, pass out? I me? have. I did. <laughs> I was, doing a, I was doing a wedding uh, in July in a garden, and uh, I always gave them an opportunity, you want me to wear my robe or not, because I kept my doctoral robe, and it makes really pretty pictures, and then I don't have to get dressed up underneath. I can wear ah, jeans yeah. and wear whatever underneath. Okay. And so they said, yeah, we'd like for you to wear it, and, and so say it's July 10th, I don't mm-hmm. know, but it was July. 
it was one of the stinking hottest day. So we're in the back behind this uh, mansion, really, mm-hmm. in the garden. And for some reason, she's late. Mm. We just keep waiting. It's five minutes. It's oh. seven minutes. Sun is bearing in my face. And I believe it feels like somebody turned two water faucets under each arm. Oh, my goodness. It's just poor. I am wet as a wet rag underneath wow. this robe. Mm-hmm. And I start feeling, you know, when you start, yeah. oh, your yeah. head starts swimming. Right. I start dipping my knees. I, I take my hand and fan my face. I mean, if she don't show up soon, <laughs> I'm gone. And I don't know if that's ever happened where the pastor <laughs> actually passed out. But I was about to pass out because I was hot as one in the room yeah. or in, out in the garden. Because right. I had this long black robe okay. covering everything. Yeah. Sun beat down, absorbing that heat. I was miserable. Mercy. So I had a girl lose her voice one time. Okay. okay. She was she was saying her vows right in the middle of it. Oh. <laughs> she could speak. So she just literally yeah. mouthed the, the words at the end. So right. You had someone pass I had, out? I had a groomsman one time. Absolutely face plant. <laughs> That's wild. And yeah. And so we had to pick him up and, you know, and it was a pretty big wedding. Uh-huh. And so uh, he dusted off and stood there and wobbled a little bit. But yeah, it was, it everybody mean, sort of it makes it look, memorable. You know, it does. It makes it memorable. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. You ever had guys like, you know, paint something like, I did this, put it on the bottom of your shoe. No. Yeah. No. So okay. when my wife and I kissed, I grabbed her and uh-huh. I kicked one leg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what I wrote, but I wrote something. <laughs> you know what? You never cease to amaze me there, brother. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I don't. I just, I'm just. You're different. I'm born to be creative. Yeah, you are. Oh, you're very yeah, creative. I don't like doing things like everybody else. I have. I do not have a creative bone in my body. No, but you know. Yeah. That's why people love you. Yeah. Just You're not going to surprise bear. them. Yeah, I'm a teddy bear. If you don't Here. push your microphone off, though, it's going to fall right I'm there. I'm, hey, listen, let me take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I, really, I think why we're such good friends in this podcast to me is very interesting, is that we really do come at things from different perspectives. And iron sharpens iron. I, right. I really like to hear what you think about things. Right. I think you're really surprised to hear about Oh, I'm really surprised. Yeah. about things. If we had recorded our pre <laughs> Recording on this topic, you don't come over the table at me like heretic, heretic, heretic. Or in other words, you're going, you're making me think about things I don't want to think about. <laughs> I just simply say, show me in scripture. Yeah, yeah, show me. Yeah, and I did, and so you know, uh, that's no, all right. You did not. You did not show me one marriage ceremony. No, in but I showed you anyway. husband and wife all yeah, throughout, marriage all throughout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah marriage was. I, I agree with you, John. Fourteen. Yeah. I, yeah. The, I do it. Funerals, weddings. Mm-hmm. I think it's the most fascinating passage in the New Testament mm-hmm. where Jesus uses a vow of a marriage betrothal. Yeah, as he goes away in John fourteen, mm-hmm. at the you know at the end of the upper room before they go out into the you know walk in front of the temple and right. go down the mm-hmm. Kidron Valley up mm-hmm. into the Mount of Olives and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's saying to them mm-hmm. what they would understood in there. We don't understand it because it's not our right. cultural norm. Yeah. Yeah. And that really was kind of a brief period of time in Palestine, in Israel, mm-hmm. where the, the man would come and ask for the wife's hand. Right. And then he would put a glass of wine in front of her mm-hmm. and she took up that cup and drank. Mm-hmm. It was an acceptance of the proposal. If she right. shoved it aside or got up and walked away. Mm-hmm. But if she did take that cup and drink, he would say, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going away now. Right. The reason I'm going away, I'm going to prepare a place yeah. for you. Oh, yeah. And don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. 
I love you. I'm going to come again. I'm coming back. Yeah. yeah I'm coming yeah. back to get you, to right. receive you to myself, that mm-hmm. where I am, there in me also, in my Father's house. There are many mansions. Many mansions. Preach. Many dwelling places. Right, right. Mm-hmm. On the Father's house, which mm-hmm. was the cultural thing, where he would go back, mm-hmm. he would extend the home by right, adding right. an addition to the home. Yeah. So the, you know, the unity of the family. Mm-hmm. And I would always say, uh, hey, if you were that husband wanting to get married to that wife, mm-hmm. you'd go throw something up. Come right. back and get her. Yeah, yeah. But he wasn't in charge of that. That's why when Jesus is asked by his disciples, when you will return, he said, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The angels don't know. Right. Only yeah. the Father in heaven mm. knows. Because yeah. he's the one who says, yeah, it's finished. Right. Go get your bride. Yeah, yeah. You go good. get the bride. Mm-hmm. So when you put that together, suddenly, mm-hmm. it makes all the sense in the world. It and does. it is just a depiction of a betrothal mm-hmm. and marriage and the bridegroom going away right. and you throw in the virgins who haven't trimmed their lamps yes. and added the oil yeah. Yeah. man I'm telling you when you learn the historical cultural background in the New Testament it comes alive it does it really does that's beautiful that is a yeah. beautiful yeah and and you and I talked about in Revelation 19 of the places we are the bride of Christ beautiful metaphor yeah you know the church is the bride of Christ and so Re- yeah. yeah Revelation just you know you've got that robe that's washed yes. in the blood of the yeah. lamb. Right. Yeah. And uh, you can't get I think when the really interesting one is when you can't get into the wedding ceremony unless you're wearing the right, right garment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's an interesting uh-huh. one too. I mean there's so the word of God is just man it is it's good. It's it's good. It is. Yeah. It's it's uh deeper than you can imagine mm-hmm. if you don't get into it and just study right. and been doing it a large portion of my life and I still haven't got to the depths of it yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People that just do three minutes in Oswald Chambers every morning yeah. and uh, say a minute prayer. I mean, uh, that's good. Yeah. Do that. It's good. But keep It's dig- better than nothing. Yeah, it is. But keep digging in the Word. Yeah. Uh, you and I talk about this as well. I'm telling you, we elevate these men and women, the Beth Moors, or you, right. know, you go back and mm-hmm. you talk about Oswald Chambers or mm-hmm. you, you know our Reformed friends go mm-hmm. back to Martin Luther and John Calvin. Right. And, and some people go back to Spurgeon. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All the big names in the past. They put their pants on like you put your pants on. Definitely. They probably weren't that much smarter than you. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were in a particular time, in a particular mm-hmm. place. God used them. No mm-hmm. doubts about that. But mm-hmm. they weren't perfect human right. beings. You read the life of Luther and Calvin both. Right. Jerks, yes. for the most part. Yeah. Uh, anti-Semitic on one side. Mm-hmm. Kill the heretics. That's right. what Calvin said. Kill the heretics. <laughs> what? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, it's not, you know, yeah. it's it. you are... You are gifted by God to read the Bible yourself. You have the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit dwelling within you. Mm-hmm. Get in there and dig. If right. you want to read a little bit of commentary, I'm fine with that. I'm, I've, all, I've almost given up commentaries because I come to realize all they're doing is repeating the guy that came before them. That's and true. And that person's repeating yeah. the guy that came before them. And sometimes they're going down a path that you, when you get to the root of it, it's not even biblical. It's just right. tradition. You know, the, the the thing I love about commentaries, if I do use them, is the historical aspect. If yes, I'm exactly not right. familiar with the historical aspect of yes. the context, the, then that's what I'm going to use. In college, when I was a pre-professional political science major, right. I had to take a thing called cultural anthropology. Mm. One of the most interesting things in the world. It talked about in each culture, in these cultures we studied, but the Nets like Eskimo, never forget. They would, and I think it's horrible, but mm-hmm. this is what they would do. They would, if after they had one little girl in their family, if they had another little girl because of their culture, she did not go hunting. She was just another mouth mm-hmm. to feed. They put the baby in the doorway of the igloo and they would die 
within moments. Oh, my goodness. Because it was just another mouth to feed. Wow. Wow. Would, yeah. Just so many different things in that culture. You go, oh, but this culture over here would never do that because mm-hmm. of this. So when you learn the culture in which Scripture is re- written, either in the Old Testament or New. Right. And you understand John 14, what Jesus is saying, right, yes. and that they would have known. And when I do a funeral, mm-hmm. not necessarily a wedding, I'll go to John 14 and say, here's what he's telling you. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen him for the last time. You haven't seen her for the last time because you're going to be gathered to Jesus just like they were gathered to right. Jesus, mm-hmm. and we'll be reunited. Yes. And then you can go to 1 Thessalonians 4 and you right. go to other places and talk about being together forever. Yeah, that's beautiful, brother. That's yeah. beautiful. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I agree with you. Don't just... Just don't buy what everybody else is saying. Get in yes. there and say, does the Bible really say that? Does the Bible really and, say that? Uh, mm-hmm. As long as you're not a pastor, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're gonna be you're gonna be rattling people's cage all the time. Right. And sometimes they get tired of it and they just yeah. go and they say, Oh, he's a heretic. Right. He's reading the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> He's not preaching from the Baptist faith the message. <laughs> I know I shouldn't say it because it gets you in trouble. No, I no, no I, I'm, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just <laughs> him hard. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know what time we I don't know how long we've been going because I'm afraid to touch this computer and look and see the minutes. Oh, you you can't even say the minutes. I'm if, telling if you, we've I, been going for quite a while. If I t- if I go up here and punch this button that tell me yeah. minutes. Oh, go back. 44 minutes. Okay. Nice. That's our sweet spot. Yeah. That is our sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah. See, that? that's just. Yeah. We just, we knew that. We knew that. Yeah. We knew it. It's right. like, stay too long at, you know, girlfriend's house. And yeah. parents are walking around <laughs> going, hey, is this boy ever going, huh? <laughs> we won't go there. But that's part of the whole right. mating thing anyway. Ah, yeah. people enjoyed this yeah. about marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe look at marriage a little bit. From a slightly different perspective, sometimes. Yeah, I texted you last night and said, "Where are my bullet points?" Yeah, well, I didn't think we needed. Yeah, and you said we're just going to talk. You and and I both been married for lots of years. Two of us together, eighty years almost. Yeah, and then we've done so many wedding ceremonies. Mm -hmm. We've studied it. You Mm -hmm. know, all this kind of stuff. I, I don't think we needed talking points here. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, evidently, we didn't. Forty-five minutes now. Forty-five. We got to go away because. I, yeah. If they're if they're on the treadmill, yeah. they're they're about to fall <laughs> down. <laughs> so to keep you guys from passing yeah. out, falling down, hurting yourself, right. we're going to say goodbye. Goodbye. Have a great week. <laughs>